From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Tuesday, March 29th. I'm Marco Werman. There's been more fighting in Ivory Coast. Some are urging the West to intervene to protect civilians as it did in Libya. People are just being killed like animals. They are being burned. How can you let that be done? And we meet the son of British folk royalty. It was not the musical bohemian hippie upbringing you might imagine. It was quite the opposite. I mean, my parents divorced when I was very young, and my mum essentially stopped making music. Those stories and more coming up. BBC News with Julie Candler. An international conference on Libya has agreed to set up a contact group involving Arab governments to coordinate help for a post-Gaddafi Libya. Qatar will chair its first meeting. The British Foreign Secretary William Hague said the conference agreed that the Gaddafi era was over. We agreed it's not for any of the participants here today to choose the government of Libya. Only the Libyan people can do that. But we agreed that Gaddafi and his regime have completely lost legitimacy and will be held accountable for their actions. We recognize the need for all Libyans, including the Interim Transitional National Council, tribal leaders and others, to come together to begin an inclusive political process. The American Secretary of State Hillary Clinton said military action would continue until the Libyan leaders stopped attacks on civilians and allowed aid to reach those in need. As the talks took place in London, forces loyal to Colonel Gaddafi launched a new offensive in eastern Libya, driving out rebels from the recently captured towns of Bin Jawad and Ras Lanouf. From Ras Lanouf, Nick Springate. There's been a mass assault by Gaddafi forces on Bin Jawad, which has driven hundreds of vehicles carrying uh, heavy weapons, carrying soldiers, uh, carrying the many people who are wearing uniforms but are actually students, engineers, doctors, out of Injawad to Ras Lanouf, which is the strategic oil town. And now most of the rebels who have taken Ras Lanouf are actually on the road, leaving that town as well. So there's an amazing routing of uh, rebel forces who are now retreating from these uh, two very important towns, which it seems that they have lost. In Tripoli, several large explosions were heard close to the Libyan leader's residence. Up to 30,000 people in Western Ivory Coast have taken refuge in a church compound to escape fighting between the army and forces loyal to Alassane Ouattara, the internationally recognised winner of last year's election. A priest in the town of Dwekwe said a battle had taken place around the church itself. A United Nations spokesman in Ivory Coast, Hamadoun Toure, said UN peacekeepers had been targeted by pro-Ouattara forces around the church. We have deployed robust patrol in Dwekwe to protect the civilians around the Catholic Church, where they found refuge. We also had one of our helicopters shot at by Republican soldiers. We condemn this act in very strong terms because it is not acceptable to shot at peacekeepers. The International Criminal Tribunal for Rwanda has sentenced a former mayor to life in prison for his role in the genocide of 1994. Jean-Baptiste Katete, who also held a senior position in the Ministry for Women, was found guilty of the massacre of hundreds of Tutsis in eastern Rwanda. The court said that he provided militiamen with weapons and ordered them to kill Tutsis. World News from the BBC. 
More than 50 people have been killed during a ferocious gun battle at a local council building in the Iraqi city of Tikrit. Security forces stormed the building after at least eight armed men wearing explosive vests blasted their way inside and took councilmen and workers captive. Dozens were also wounded. A leading credit rating agency has again downgraded its assessment of Portugal and Greece. Standard & Poor's said commercial creditors might lose out if the two countries were forced to restructure their debts. There are fears that Portugal could become the third Eurozone country to seek a bailout from the EU. Andrew Walker reports. The downgrade reflects decisions taken by the Euro